0: Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore, Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors.
1: Hi, I'm Adriana Scory. I'm a hiking mom in the Canadian Rockies, Mama to Turner and CEO of Kids Who Explore.
0: I'm Lauren Rodick Eberly. I'm mom to Collins. We love being outside and exploring between our two homes in Seattle, Washington and Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Today's podcast is sponsored by Kids Who Explore's Patch for a Purpose. Every time we see our patch out in the world, we feel the love and support behind it. Our patches can be sewn onto backpacks, jackets, bags, or even baby carriers, to name a few. Or they can be carried in your packs as special adventure items for all your little explorers. Our patch comes in eight different colors, and a dollar from each patch goes to a, you guessed it, purpose. Your support can make a difference for all of the following charity groups, depending on which color patch you want to represent. Alberta Parks, Children's Disability, BIPOC and Anti-Racism, Sick Children, The Earth, Children's Well-Being, Anti-Bullying, and Children's Mental Health. Check out the hashtag, patch for a purpose, to see our patch and the community behind it. That's hashtag, patch, the number four, a purpose. To get your patch today, visit
1: www.kidswhoexplore.ca. We thank you in advance for the difference you are making. Jessica Sprout is an outdoor enthusiast, traveler, and explorer. She believes in the power of the outdoors and is an advocate for access to nature for all. Jessica has a master's degree in child development and works as a photographer, writer, and content creator. She is the co-founder of a new app, Trail Collective, that seeks to break down barriers to accessing nature and the outdoors for people of all ages and abilities. Jess was raised close to the Canadian Rockies and now lives in Vancouver with her husband and son. Thanks so much for coming on to the podcast today Jessica.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah thank you. So let's start by talking about if adventures changed for you once you had your son.
2: (laughs) Um, Yes yes (laughs) 100%. Um, My son like prior to having my son I think like anybody once you have kids you kind of understand that you just have no way of understanding what that's going to be like until you're in it. But yeah, prior to having my son, I was trail running and spending time in the mountains, like big mountains. And now we still spend lots of time outside, but we have lots of little adventures. And my son is four now, so we're actually kind of getting to a point too. I love adventuring with him, but I also am at a good spot where I can go without him. So I'm getting back into some of the bigger things again, trails and hikes. Yes, I. I'm not sure what both of your perspectives are, but we kind of just take the route of like follow his lead and make it enjoyable for him. So, you know, some days, some days we don't get very far at all and that's okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We always say that the little adventures for us are big adventures for them. So (laughs) that little hill for us is a mountain for them. So it's nice to follow their lead and see them explore and get better and better as they get
2: older too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I find like it just is better for our connection and for his enjoyment. Like I want him to enjoy being outside. So if the things that I am looking forward to about a hike or a trail or travel are not necessarily the things that he's looking forward to. And I'm often surprised by the things that (laughs) capture his attention. And I know that's not the way that everybody likes to do it, but we, we kind of go with what makes life a bit more peaceful too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we're on the same page as that. What were we hiking the other day there, Lauren? And and there was a gopher. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where we stayed with Mr. Gopher. And then there was some rocks right there uh, by the parking lot so (laughs) oh and some sand it was great I think Turner even said sandbox it's like nice
2: (laughs) we're going to the parking lot today
1: (laughs) so can you talk a little bit about Trail Collective and the inspiration behind it
2: yeah so Trail Collective is an app and it will be launching very soon we're just waiting for approval from the app store (laughs) to go through Um, but essentially it's a app with trail information geared for families and we're kind of talking about redefining trails and redefining outdoorsy. So on there, you know, we have big trails on there. We have the hikes on there, but we also have like paved city walks or the little trail that might be in a playground in whatever city that's like 500 meters, but is a cool, you know, there's a little pond or there's rocks or whatever. So we're trying to capture for sort of all age ranges and abilities. We have some like filters, filters, Specific for families and their needs. So it's not just distance and elevation that's in there. We include that, but that's more just because that's what people are used to. But things like, you know, are there boardwalks? Is the ground? Rudy or rocky like can you take a stroller on it could a wheelchair access it are there bathrooms um is it steep and then like what are the cool things that kids little kids big kids adults are interested in and whether that's like you know a big view or there's a really cool spot that has a tree that you can sit under and yeah just trying to like kind of I've said this to other people too like talking about what outdoorsy means and it's like if you want to go outside and with your family then that's outdoorsy and it doesn't have to be like this huge thing to go do it so we're trying to capture interesting spots for a range of ages and abilities and we do have a difficulty rating scale on it but it again just there sort of as like because that's what people are used to um, and we have five ratings instead of the three because i think we've all had those experiences of where it's like oh this trail is supposed to be easy but it's not easy or for whatever reason
1: yeah. Are other families able to like comment on, on how they felt the hike was or rated in, in any way? Um, not-
2: we yeah. have plans for that. So our, what we're launching right now is like our first, version of the app that will be available to the public. We don't have like the commenting and that isn't available on there yet, but we have plans for that for sure. Yeah. And then like something that was kind of cool. We talked to a few parents with kids with different abilities and just like safety issues. So you can actually, when you're searching in the filter, like you could search for something with a waterfall or a pond or whatever, you could include that, but you could also double tap to exclude it. So one mom was like, You know, my kid, her her child has autism and she's like, he will go in water. If there's water, he will go in water. So it's a safety risk for them. So they could double tap anything with water and then it would exclude any hikes that have water or cliffs. If you were like, oh, you know, I have a toddler and I want them to be able to walk by themselves. So it's not really safe to have those drop-offs. You could filter them out.
0: I like like you said that you're capturing all these things that could be important to different people because before having cons I never worried about if there was access to a toilet Yeah. <laughs> and since having her it is important that we have that available so it's really yeah nice can or at see.
2: least to know like what you're getting into right or like yes. what's the parking situation or do you need a parks pass or is it an avalanche train we're trying to Obviously we'll get feedback um, once people are using it, but we've talked We've talked to lots of families and tried to take that into consideration.
0: Yeah, you're doing all the hard research for people so they can just <laughs> <laughs> pick their favorite thing. When we talked to Annika, we were actually talking about how we love that Trail Collective is family focused and maybe child led, perhaps you could say. And the ratings actually were something that were of interest to me. So I know you said that's kind of just what we're used to, but because, I use all trails all the time. It's the standard three, easy, moderate, hard. And sometimes I'll pick an easy or moderate trail and it's not at all (laughs) easy. It's not easy for my toddler to hike or it's not safe that I would need to put her in the pack or something like that. So yeah, it's really hard to tell with those three things and with it not being necessarily family focused, what is easy? So can you talk a bit more about your five ratings?
2: yeah so there's like easiest and that's basically like in there I think it's anything under 2k um as long as it's flat and like the ground is smooth um but it could include so there's still going to be a range within these two um but it could be like some of them are rest stops almost even where it's like kind of a trail but also just a spot to like stop and take in The views or the mountains or you know walk a 100 feet to a cool spot um and then so that's easiest there's easy um and then we do have like moderate hard and then hardest and for me like hardest there's um we have less of those in there but we'll put more in over time depending on what people are interested in but those are like some of the big hikes that um we would consider, like, around Vancouver, there's Water Sprite Lake, and it's, like, 18 kilometers, and I've seen people with families on there, but it's, like, okay, that's a, like, that's a real slog, you know, you're, you're going for a long, long time with kids on that one, or maybe with older kids. Um,
0: When you get to the hardest rating on Trail Collective, you're still thinking, okay, kids can do this, just depending on. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a few trails like that I have done or that Annika has done where we're not even going to include them on the app um, just because for like And that's like our own subjective opinion right now so we could take opinions on that but that we're never going to tell a family like no you can't do this because i think every person will judge for their family they know their own family's abilities but like things with real safety risks we're we're not putting them on there you guys probably know like annika did the west coast trail with her family and we're not putting that on there like i think she'd be happy to share information with families who are interested and want to prepare, but knowing that that isn't something that is in the realistic trail choices for many families.
1: Yeah, that's totally fair. So how do you go about choosing a trail for your family? Like yeah. Like, I think
2: we've gone through a bunch of different phases and, and you guys are probably like sort of at that point with your kids too, where it's like when they were little, when I was, when Kai was little, when he's a baby, it was like, well, we can basically do anything that we would did before. It's just dependent on my ability to carry him and my comfort level. And then, you know, he got more into walking more. And then now I think we're in this like real transition phase because although he's four, he really doesn't, walk that far like (laughs) so for us personally choosing it's like I will I'll look for things that are like what's interesting and I know his interest so what kind of things like he'd be into like there's one like I could get him to walk maybe four kilometers there's starfish at the end like a tidal pool so that one like like, he might do that he might not but interesting features and then like the terrain too I, I look at like how Rudy or rocky something is an elevation like obviously it's like if, if it's one kilometer but it's straight up that is for us not going to be that much of an option but really as a family it's like what it boils down to is like what are the interesting things that will capture his interest and how can we spend the day outside so it might be that we're actually just like at the grassy spot on the trail or like you said the parking lot yeah I think
0: that's been a big thing for Adrienne and I with longer hikes now is we've decided we don't have to get to the end point might be we just do a portion of it that's good enough for our kids
2: (laughs) yeah it's kind of freeing in that way too to like not have to have the achievement part of it right where you're like oh we got to the peak or we did that's I appreciate that about hiking with kids is that it's like oh it's this new perspective on like it's not about like getting to the peak it's it's just about like being out and enjoying well the time together too absolutely
0: do you have any you you just shared so many but do you have any top tips for a family when they're just starting out to pick a trail
2: I would say like well I guess it depends on personality but me personally be like choose something like relatively close to home that you're not like into a you know, if you, if things go sideways, which they do a lot, that you aren't having like a huge drive home afterwards to, to reset. And then not necessarily like lowering expectations, but just changing expectations, I guess, to that, like, oh, we might not make it to the peak. That's okay. We might, and checking out the, the options for like, what's, what's around. Cause we've had times where literally like we didn't even make it onto the trail it was like well now we're in a coffee shop instead (laughs) so um yeah (laughs) yeah, and that's okay too right and then I guess like of course like for me what changed as being a parent is just being like prepared like having food having water having a change of clothes um and the first time it's like just go be prepared and just go. And then it might not go well, but go again. And there'll be good times in there. I feel like I've said, I've said this before, but it's like, anytime we do anything like hiking or traveling, it's like within that time period, there's like, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows all mixed in right so it's like yeah
1: it becomes a beautiful experience regardless even yeah. At the, yeah at a coffee shop or I mean we've had a lot of those adventures where it might get too cold outside or yeah uh, yeah. yeah
2: yeah flexibility yeah as a parent is good
1: so your mission is very much aligned with ours at KWE and we want all families to have access to the outdoors. So why is it so important to you and how is Trail Collective helping make this possible?
2: We've been talking about this a lot. For me like I guess this is like my own lived experience. Um, I have like myself I had a very traumatic pregnancy and birth and my postpartum period was tricky and like my my son was immunocompromised so Prior to COVID, this was, but we were quite isolated anyways because he couldn't get sick. So the outdoors, like for me, that was like what shifted parenting and like having a child from survival mode to like enjoying it. And of course, there's still hard times, but that that's my like own. I I can see in my own life like what that has done for me, and in just literally like I was like I need to be outside for 20 minutes a day. Like that's all I need to do. That's the only thing on the schedule, and and that for me worked. And for other families, I think like there's so much research out there that is about like nature and movement and activity and how good that is in terms of mental health, physical health, well-being. And I think that's for the kids too. And I think that you know our hope with Trail Collective is that we just make it a little bit easier. And even if it's just tiny impact, but for lots of people that those tiny impacts can actually be quite big. Yeah, and like I said, like I have a hard time like explaining it, my own situation. But it's like that literally actually changed my life, and it wasn't like like a huge aha moment. It was just like a gradual change. And yeah, and I I would hope that that is the same for other families. And I think it just it also like opens an opportunity like going outside. Aside from all the like mental health and physical well being benefits, that it opens an opportunity like for connection and relationships within family with friends when you go outside like you tend to disconnect a little bit more from whatever like technology or whatever else is going on in your life and then with a kid it's like I feel like that's all they really want is that connection and if you get a couple more minutes of that a day then I think that's only only going to do good things for for families and kids
0: yeah Absolutely. That's beautiful. And we always hear on this podcast that it's easier to parent in the outdoors. Yes. And I also think it's easier to plan hangouts with kids in the outdoors. Yeah. People ask to do something indoors or go to an indoor play place. I'm like, why? That seems so much harder.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I totally agree for sure. It's like the saying, remove the walls. Yes. Walls.
0: Remove the walls. Yeah. So Trail Collective is a super collaborative process. It's sounding like. And I know you have future things in the works, but right now, how can people help?
2: Well, we're, like I said, we should be in um, the app and Android stores in the next couple of weeks. um, So people can download Trail Collective. There's no E on the end, but otherwise it's spelled like it sounds. Um, You can sign up on our waiting list right now for notifications. About that, um, we're always looking for trail contributors um, so that we can expand. We're a small team right now, so everything on the app, literally, with the exception, like we have gotten a handful of trails contributed from other people, but Annika and I have mostly done every single trail that's on there um, at the moment. So if you have trails to contribute, we have a form on our website. It's pretty easy, um, and we we do vet them. We They don't automatically go on the app, like in all trails, because we want to make sure that the information is accurate and safe for families. But if you contribute, then we just kind of go through and make sure everything's okay. And then it would be up on there. That would be amazing. We'll credit both social or however they'd like to be credited for contributing trails. And just like spreading the word to other families. That all helps too.
1: That's great. Yeah, I was definitely wondering about the collaboration part where you can contribute to the trails. So definitely interested in that for sure. <laughs> that Thank sounds you. great. Um, okay, so right now you guys have a, a free download for 10 musty hikes in Canada. Yep. Very cool. And what are some of the next things that we can expect to see from Trail Collective?
2: Yeah, over the next few months, we've been very busy behind the scenes, well, with the product. Um, and then Annika has been pitching like crazy. We've been trying to get funding. All of this stuff is expensive, as you know, just to build um, an app. And so I know she's she's planning to take a break from some of that stuff. Um, And we're just going to be working on the product um, for the next couple of months over the summer, getting more trails in, getting feedback from people about their experience and connecting with other people and, organizations in the outdoor space to help um not, not just get the word out about trail collective but just to help people get outside
1: Excellent. And the information that they need yeah the, the amount of hours I'd imagine behind the scenes for you guys right now is probably astronomical <laughs> the balance yeah, it must yeah. Be
2: I'm sure you both have a good understanding of that for sure
1: yeah. <laughs> like you probably just are like I just need to go on a hike thank you Yeah, take <laughs> <laughs> <You're just laughs> that trail recommendation and go <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to mention today um no thanks for having me and
2: I really appreciate the kids who explore community you guys are sharing lots about and inspiration it's so cool to connect with other families from all over the world
1: yes thank you very much for being an explorer family and being a big part of our community as well and spreading the word to get others outside it's always wonderful to see
2: it is it's so cool it feels like it's like a worldwide movement right now which is
1: (laughs) it's just so i mean it's
2: it's like the outdoor with family industry if you want to call it not industry but just seems to have exploded over the last five years which I think is amazing
0: yes yeah. agreed so where can people find you to follow along please share your own personal as well as trail collective
2: okay um yeah you can find me on instagram C Sprout and um trail collective is the same trail collective without an e facebook there's um facebook groups um well, they're, they're Anika's Facebook groups, are Born to be Adventurous, but there are ways to connect with other families, similar to the Kids Who Explore. Our website is trailcollective.com. And then, of course, on the
1: Android and Apple app stores. Excellent. Get ready to download that app. Coming <laughs> soon. So we are going to end our show today with our three final questions here. So in the last few months, what has been your best purchase under $100?
2: Okay, I was thinking about this, and it's hard for me because I like I try not to like focus on buying things too much. And then um, we got a we got a gondola pass for the Sea to Sky Gondola by Squamish, and I, that is a very good um, for me use of hundred dollars. Um, yeah, it's like a gorgeous place you can go access, and it's accessible for all abilities and beautiful views.
1: Yeah.
0: I always love the answers from our Explorer families because everyone's answers are super intentional for them. So there's always <laughs> so many good answers.
1: Yeah. Experience. That's wonderful. So can you share a book show or podcast recommendation right now?
2: Yeah. Um, I just, I just finished reading last child in the woods, saving our children from nature deficit disorder. You guys read that one?
0: Yes. Great. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I figured that you might have read it already. <laughs>
1: If there was no time or money limit, where would you travel or explore to next?
2: I thought about this one quite a bit too. Um, And my answer is like maybe a little bit of a cheat, but um, we talk about it in our family. I'd love to take a year and just like travel the world um, and do that. Like, you know, hop on flights and then stop in and visit people um, every few months too. But yeah, that's
1: what, that's a goal for sure the world amazing (laughs) thank you so much for all the information today and we really look forward to trail collectives launch and wish you all the best with that yeah
2: thanks so much for having me it's been very nice to chat with you both
1: thanks for adventuring with us please subscribe and
0: share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at kids who explore on instagram and all other social media platforms this podcast is produced by kp media productions